0: As far as I go in the political arena is the fact that um, I guess today we all are finding out that Raging Against the Machine was a political band.
1: <laughs> yeah. Who, who would have thought? I never, I never thought I, that. Not once. I never
0: got that from all of their stuff. I mean, you know, I tend to get down on freedom when it comes on. Never realized the connotations that went behind that. <laughs> yeah. Never. Not once. <laughs> no idea.
1: Not at all, sir. Uh, I know, uh, not to get too far into politics, but did you guys get a chance to watch that uh, Dave Chappelle YouTube stand-up that he put out?
0: Yeah. We plan on doing it after the kids went down excellent, to sleep. Excellent, to...
1: Excellent. It is. Mm-hmm. It is excellent. Dave Chappelle can only say things in a way that, you know, from an angle that, like, and explain it in a way that only he can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. He takes super complicated shit and... Condenses it into something that's, you know, easily packaged and delivered and understood. Yeah, no shit. Now he's doing shit with
2: numbers and connections and shit. He's going mathematical on us, dude. He's a fucking genius. Damn. Yeah.
0: I'm going to have to watch this. Yeah. I want to see more about it. And if any
1: of our listeners are uh, like a minority, definitely worth a listen, man. Because he puts it in
0: clear perspective. Everybody should be like watching no- that one. Yeah, everyone should be watching yeah, it. But I don't think it should be anything that's uh, crossed any kind of. You lines. can cut that I out. Mean, I think that's just everybody.
2: <laughs> no man, he just he just said some obvious stuff. Everybody's got to watch it.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, uh, let's do some let's do some uh, recommended listener uh, stuff. Mm. <laughs> oh, listener recommendations. Listener
2: <laughs> <laughs> recommendations. Here we go.
1: What was the name of it again? It was uh, a band called Death Grips, and it was uh, the album called No Love Deep Webs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, what do you guys think about it?
0: I'm gonna let Kenny go first. You take
1: the stage, dude.
0: Look, I'm gonna tell you, I um, I sat with it. I I gave it a shot. I really did. And there were some moments, um, that honestly, like, there was a, a couple moments where it had a very like almost like a gorilla's kind of sound to it, and I was like, mm-hmm. all right, this is all right. And then it would turn into, um, basically the feeling. Of, you remember in Terminator Two when the when the T one thousand got caught in industrial machinery? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it had a lot of that feel to it. Um, and like I, I had a lot of that same feeling, like when he's running after the car and he gets those hooks in the back of the the hood and was climbing up it. Um, I mean, I really felt like I was fighting for the future while listening to it. Um, I, I, I mean, I've listened to a lot of the stuff that uh, that this specific listener has brought up to us in the past and i've listened (laughs) to his own creations and i've actually seen his band play with the saddest clown ever and um (laughs) i dig his music and i dig his sounds and i like the idea that he goes crazy experimental but man this just was not for me it was it was uh visually and audio wise for me it was abrasive and violent and it um it, it actually kind of turned my stomach listening to it oh because you have like, that uh,
2: synesthesia stuff right the,
0: yeah whatever yeah and i mean it's just it was flashes i i saw a lot of very uh very hard metals um it, it it just really kind of made me like seasick the sounds you had
2: to stop before you drowned your family
0: yeah it was it was bad dude and um like i i mean <laughs> I, I tried to pull good stuff out of it, and I found a couple things. Every once in a while, I was like, okay, I, I get this. I like this. Um, but then it would just go right back into this hard electronic sound. And I, I just – I think a lot of it comes back to – I spent I spent three years in Europe, and um, they were into very into techno there. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. just that, like all day, every day, like for three years of my life. Um, I can't do electronic music, man. I can't do it. It it like it, it's like nails on chalkboard to me now.
1: Didn't they say so, Europe
0: is like a like a generation
1: of music behind us? Or is I, that not true?
0: Yeah I would think so. Um they're they tend to get a lot of the American trends very late. Um mm. but but man, they do love their techno over there. Which a is weird because they gave us loudly. Radiohead
2: and the fucking yeah. Beatles. Yeah, you uh, would think
0: that you know they they do more cultured with their music sounds but they they cannot get enough of just doing hard drugs and listening to heavy techno. Yeah. And man, it yeah. is everywhere you go. Like you're just like minding your business, hanging out in like a store and it's <laughs> you, you're going to church <laughs> <laughs> like in a library <laughs> and it, you just feel like you're being hit with hammers and anvils from every direction. Yeah, it almost puts like I felt like after I got out of England like I felt like a shaky chihuahua all the time <laughs> like if I heard a, if I heard someone like drop a dish I'm like ah it's starting up here comes the beat <laughs> like, like, I was was in a weird place. (laughs) It's like no PTSD. Yeah, I was waiting for some dude in flashy pants with glow sticks to jump out and start coming at me every time. With some some big pants on. Yeah, like with paint all over his chest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ready to go. And I'm just like, oh, God, I can't do this. So I had a lot of those PTSD flashbacks listening to this. (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah man i i made it through i made i honestly i gave every song a good chance <laughs> and i made it deep into some of them and some of them i was like i gotta skip this because i honestly like i said i started getting violently like seasick listening to it um and i i get there's an art to it and i get there's something there it just ain't for me man <laughs> what did you think of me. it joe
1: uh joe's like gotta be careful it's good <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna take a couple
2: more lessons man i haven't found the thing that makes it that makes it beautiful makes it- i always respect his uh suggested listening um even the stuff that i don't get at first he's usually like nah go back and listen to that again like in rainbows i'll admit i didn't get in rainbows at first and this is from the conversation we were having earlier where some stuff makes good background music some makes good intimate listening some can do both in rainbows was not good background music because I put it on and I didn't get it and I didn't listen to it. I kind of put it aside and moved on to like king of limbs and everything that came after. And, uh, and he was the one that was like, nah, man, go back, go back and listen to it. Just listen to it. And that's when I put it on headphones and I was like, ah, shit, there it is. I mean, there's a lot of feel stuff that you miss, if you're not paying attention. There's a lot of stuff that, it's kind of like when you watch pro skater videos or pro BMX. Those guys, they're pros. They practice enough to where they're doing really intricate shit, but they make it look easy. So when you're, when you're listening, you have to listen to, to really understand the, the polyrhythms and the phrasings and the, the nuanced feel stuff that's you're not going to really pick up on if it's just in the background. And so when I went back and listened to that record, I was like, God damn. Now I know why they call it 15-step. Holy shit. And so I always trust his, his instinct on music. He shows me shit that I have fallen in love with and, and that's on my playlist. Uh, he, he turned me on to Hiatus Coyote. I love those guys. Uh, and Thundercat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and lots of other really amazing stuff but this one I'm still I'm still on the other side on this one man it's going to take a couple more listens it's i immediately I don't like how the dude barks at me and uh oh just give you those DMX flashbacks <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and yeah it's it's uh it's definitely some like hardcore art school stuff I'm just, I'm not,
1: I haven't found what makes it beautiful yet. Mm. I think, I think as the one person in the group that is more accepting of electronic music, me, because I don't know, I don't know how you guys feel about electronic music, but Casey listens to a lot of it. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like an over time, I learned how to like it. I kind of like how you said, you find eventually you see what, you know, what about it that you like. I don't know. I uh, I listen to this, and I'm not. I don't have the synesthesia like how Kenny does. But I felt that that seasick, like waving, type of feel to it when you brought it up. I was like, yeah, I can totally see that. Like, I'm not a big fan of that. But um, this album was weird, man. I I would <laughs> have to like how you said. I'd have to give another couple of listens to really understand it. Yeah.
2: So it's but I'm sure. Sh- there's something there. There's there there's definitely a lot of heart. It takes right. it takes some creative motherfuckers to come up with this crazy shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. and that's the thing. Like, uh, like when I remember that uh, that John Frusciante one that you played for me, where it had like it just changed to different beats all the time. Yeah, like and it was like just recordings of different beats and different percussion and instruments and stuff like that. And I got a lot of that same kind of feel, so I can get an idea of where this is kind of going.
2: Yeah.
0: And I like you said there's there's something there because I mean it's obviously an art that somebody's enjoying. So there's something there. And I have to I have to somehow shut off my my visuals of the whole thing and shut off that seasickness that I get and I got to find like you said I got to listen to it I got to put headphones on again and and really dive deep into it because there's got to be something undertone in it that's that's going to finally step out and get there. Um, I just got to get there. I got. I got to push past. Mm-hmm. I got to push past the whole thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, what you guys got for this week? Let's go, with Joe first.
2: Okay. Well, you know, speaking of electronica, and you know, the recommended li- listening, the recommended listeners uh, album got me into a little bit of a mood for it. And so I went uh, nostalgic on this one, and I'm going to go with Dummy by Portishead. Yes. It's one of my favorites. It's a great album. Uh, yeah, awesome Jamie, one. never heard it? I've heard of Portishead. I've only listened to like a
1: handful of songs.
2: Okay, yeah. Go, go just put on Dummy. It's, uh, it's essential trip-hop, okay. man. Essential. Okay. Do it. we Will
1: do.
0: I, I'll, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, go for it it's very good yeah man there's some uh, great there's some great vocal blending in with the with the the beats and everything that they have on that um I, I forget her name the singer she is uh she's got such a great range and such a great like almost like sultry kind of voice and i i love the sound the way that they interweave all of it is really really well done
1: mm. yeah i love them
0: what you got for us kenny I want to go back to our other recommended listing like we talked about earlier, and I'm going to uh I'm gonna throw out their faith no more. Oh shit. Um I, I don't think I'm gonna throw mm. out a very any specific album, but I think there's a lot there that people should go through for their entire catalog and just really kind of experience it. You don't realize how far back they go. They were like early eighties. Um they went a long time before even having an established singer. And uh honestly, uh if you go back in their history, Courtney Love was a singer for them for a minute. Whoa. Like it goes back way far. And then when they finally settle on Mike Patton, who would be the singer, um, you got stuff like the album The Real Thing, which is phenomenal. It's the one that's got Epic on it that everyone remembers, but it also has other great songs on there, like, you know, um, like the song The Real Thing. Um, You also have uh, one of my personal favorites, and that's uh, uh, Falling to Pieces, which is an amazing song. That opening bass riff is awesome, and it just Pounds through the whole thing, the uh, drumming is fantastic. All of it's just great, and then you move on to albums like Angel Dust, where it got very experimental. Um, and it's one of those albums where it actually pretty much it was so intense the stuff they were writing for it and coming up with it that it actually almost broke up the band completely. Hmm. Um, the, their guitar player quit almost immediately after the album was released and done. Hmm. Um, he said, "I just can't do this anymore. It's like it too. It drained him too much, just emotionally, physically, spiritually. Just it drained him." So he uh, he left, and they ended up coming up with uh, another replacement. And then, uh, yeah, albums that came after that one. You're looking at like uh, it was a king for a day and album of the year. And, I mean, just throughout that whole thing, Mike Patton's been involved in so many different groups as well, like Mr. Bungle, which is another great group. If you ever want to get a chance to check them out. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the nether name of the group. There's another one that he's been a part of. But he's part of, like, multiple different bands. And he's known for having an amazing range vocally. Uh, But, I mean, there's so many, so many great songs. Even coming up to Soul Invictus, which just came out a couple of years ago, which was a new album from them after a long hiatus. And once again, very experimental, very cool stuff. And it just, man, it just felt like it picked right back up where they left off. Nice. And uh, I I just, I mean, it's one of those groups, like I said, very underrated. I don't feel like they ever got the credit they deserved, and they were always just that one step ahead, I felt. And uh, I think if people that that... Know this, they get it, and they hear it, and the people that haven't listened to them and gotten into them, I, you got to pick it up and just, just give it a shot, because I, I guarantee there's something there you're going to find that you're going to enjoy. Nice, man. For sure. I'll give it
2: a shot,
1: Well, more of a shot, more than I, the, the common ones that I know. Now like, that, I've, I, now that I've, uh, you've turned me on to them, I'm really bummed that that August concert with them and Korn got canceled.
0: Yeah, Is I remember it, uh, when you brought they, that up. You are like, man, I am going to go see corn. I am like, and, and they're going to have faith no more. But I am like, man, I would go to that for faith no more alone. Like, yes, <laughs> like anything my, to get to get to see that.
1: My uncle Chris said he got cheap tickets on Groupon. So, oh man, I mean, as someone who never listened to faith no more, like just the corn show for me was worth it, worth the money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, because their live sets are, I've seen them a, a, a lot, and uh, their live sets are always, you know, on point.
0: Yeah, honestly, I've seen them a few times and I will admit they they've always been solid live. So I will give it to them on that. Yeah.
1: But uh for mine, <laughs> we're just talking about them. Uh it's actually the album that got me into into corn, uh See You on the Other Side. It came out in like two thousand uh I think eight or six. I can't remember. I actually take a look in the mirror came out in two thousand six, I think. But that was the album, like it had like a lot of I was kind of listening to like um, electronic music at the time, so it was like a couple of songs like, you know, Twisted Transistor had like a cool, like, you know, poppy sound to it, but then they followed it up with, um, like, Liar and uh, Politics had like really heavy, like, heavy vibes to them, and then they threw it in like threw in a, with a bunch of songs like, uh, uh, like Throw Me Away had like a really heavy, like um, techno or uh, electronic influences on it, so
0: I'll agree with you. And uh, when that one came out, um, honestly, I thought politics was some of their best writing in a long time, just musically. um, I mean, you know, Jonathan Davis always does what he does vocally. But honestly, like the music portion of it, the way that they transitioned from, um, you know, the verse to chorus and back, like I I just thought it was really well written. That was actually a song that really stood out to me at that time when it came Mm -hmm. out. And I was like, man, they did a good job with this one. And I was yeah. starting to and fall. Was... I was starting to fall out of love with corn at that point in time in my life. <laughs> and I, that that one, I was like, man, this is this is good right here.
1: That was the first album after uh, their lead guitarist left.
0: Yeah. So and I was impressed because I was like, man, Monkey did a great job with actually picking up the slack and writing in the absence of you know Head, which they've always shared the writing in the for so long. Hmm. I think he would if we were to ever talk
1: to him, or if I would ever talk to him, I think he would agree. If we were to like talk about their music album by album, I think that he would agree that after See You on the Other Side, I would think, you know, when Evolution, that uh, the wide album they had came out up until Paradigm Shift, there was like three or four albums there. I would definitely say that or he would agree that he he, they sound like they struggled quite a bit writing music. You know what I mean? So,
0: yeah, that's perfectly evident when you get to that one, what they do with Skrillex.
1: Bro, I when that album came out, I didn't even know it had come out. It just kind of dropped, and I was at Best Buy, and I was like, "Corn, past the totality, what the hell is this?" I put it in like first song is like this, you know, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <What> the <laughs> fuck is this?
0: Yeah, that that when when I first heard that, it, it's it made the sound of like if you were to like microwave a CD and then try to play it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the sound your CD player the- would make. Like, man, are <laughs> yeah. the, are the or the belts in there, like <laughs> or the gears? What's going on? Yeah.
1: Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I know Joe's not into corn. It's not anything I would ever recommend him listening, but it's just the album that got me into him, which is kind of funny because a lot of people that get into them, they're always like, Oh, their original album, their second album, which is my personal favorite, Life is Peachy, but uh, or even Follow the Leader. Like any of those albums, you know, people are like, That those aren't the albums that got <laughs> you in no them. <more."> nope. <laughs> See you on the other. <laughs>
0: Sorry. I remember, I remember when you, we we had Joe listen to Life is Peachy and one of my favorite quotes ever was when he was listening to Twist in the beginning and he's just like <laughs> this motherfucker has balls the size of bicycles to pull, pull this off that <laughs> 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 shit oh, man. to actually sit in a, in a studio and record that man <laughs> yeah you've got to man I mean how It's um,
1: yeah. how is that okay <laughs> <laughs> lots and lots of myth, uh-huh. that's how it makes it okay, <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> I'm sorry but this is getting me <laughs> but you know what you know what's funny
1: is that like everyone like loves that song Everybody, anybody who's a big fan of corn like loves that song, dude. I don't understand well, okay. yeah
0: oh, man. <laughs> I got, I I got mean, tears right now.
2: there was people that were fans of. Charles Manson. I mean, there's fans of everything, I guess.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> there's there's something for everybody out there, and it just, you know, if something speaks to you musically, it speaks to you, and that's all there is to it, man.
2: Yeah. I mean, I will say that it's a good band. If the dude would just shut the fuck up for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> God
1: damn, dude.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's it came it came off mean. I'm sorry. It's okay. But yeah, nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay.
1: Oh man. I, their new uh, stuff is pretty good though. I would I would say. Alright,
2: well, you know what? I will listen
1: to that one. I'll do it. Don't do it. What's it called? I'm, you'll, you'll have to listen back. I'm not telling you. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna
0: I will say that. Uh, Just because of that, I'm gonna shit? edit the whole shit out. <laughs> what the hell was the one i always go back to the one that i told you was it was oil dale was what was the name of the song was oil dale was the name of the song with ray lusier when he joined the group yeah that was i think ray's first album yeah it was corn three it was like Mm corn three yeah um the song oil dale i liked that one a lot i will i will say that i i really enjoyed what he was doing with the drums on that i thought it was a good uh return to form for the group, and um that one I, the rest of the album was just okay but that one song when i heard it i was like damn all right this is not bad i will give them that they uh,
1: for that album they did like all analog recording they didn't use like any like computers or anything for it
0: nice tape yeah it had that thick heavy kind of sound and i liked that mm-hmm. nice
1: on tape yeah, it's pretty dope tape warms. Uh, i wish they would try that now with their with their lead guitarist back
0: yeah, that was the first one with head back too, wasn't it? Or no, they had no head
1: that. head came back for a paradigm shift. Yeah, I know that way more about corn than That's I right. care to admit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like I said, I, like right right around the time when head left was when I kind of fell out of love with them. So like like I said, I mean, when I find when I heard that one, I was like, oh man, all right, this is more of like what I remember the first couple albums being like. Mm-hmm. And then I've just been kind of like eh ever since you know the stuff that they've come out with like you said you were like yeah you gotta hear this one and i was like yeah it's pretty good it's just nothing hit me like that one did so unremarkable
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> shallow and pedantic yeah they had like four <laughs> albums that were like pretty unremarkable i would i
2: would
0: agree well shit that was a good all right uh, man
2: it was a good list was a good uh recommendations
0: yeah. i feel like we got some solid stuff there
2: yeah i'll listen to that corn man
0: you should at least that one <laughs> <laughs> I would I would say listen listen to politics and listen to Oil Dale and I I think you'll find something yeah. either one of those writing wise that you'll enjoy. Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: if I could recommend songs, start with uh, "Twisted Transistor." That's uh, that's like the, the top single from the album "Politics." Um, "Liar" and "Throw Me Away" are the songs that I would
0: recommend. All right, well, let's call it on that. On and on that note. On that note. <laughs> I'm going to pedal my big-ass bicycle balls out of here.
1: <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> have you been thinking about that all day?
0: <laughs> no, just right after like thinking about that Jonathan Davis thing he did. <laughs> Dude, I just had such a hard laugh that I was like literally crying over here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh, guys. Just... Well, guys, you know what? I do
2: have one more thing to say. Um, congrats yep. on putting out the 10th episode. I didn't think we'd ever make it there, yeah. but uh, I thought
1: that we'd probably stop after like two or three, but well, here we are. We're
0: still pumping them out. Yeah, man. Congratulations to you guys, everyone here, all the hard work we're putting in. I figured we get like the first one done. It'd be like, it'd be like one of those things like when you record yourself when you're high and you listen back to it and be like, <laughs> this is oh awful. man, we can't put this out.
1: We can't, we can't put this out. <laughs> this,
0: this is embarrassing. <laughs> we didn't even do anything we just we recorded ourselves eating (laughs) Pop-Tarts that's all we did
1: (laughs) thank you for listening to the Condensation Podcast with Kenny, Joe, and Jamie we hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time